0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listener's Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea.
1: It's Saturday, July 29, 2017, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up.
0: So please stay tuned. I'm Lawrence Taylor.
1: And I'm Kim ji We'll be right back. happy saturday
0: happy saturday to you how are okay. you today
1: i am doing all right it's gotten um I, either that i've become more used to the heat or the heat's gotten a little better mm, I don't today's know. definitely
0: cooler mm-hmm. definitely
1: i think it might have something to do with the lower humidity level but right. um not sure what it is but it's gotten more bearable this week i think uh, i have a question for you Lawrence. it seems like i always do now uh do you like animals
0: uh, yes, I do. I grew up in a house with cats. Ooh. Cats and hamsters, probably not the best mix. <laughs> um, actually, I do remember when I was a kid, I was uh. like eight years old. And I remember my mum always saying that, like, hamsters get lonely. Mm-hmm. And there's one special type of hamster that you can keep with other ones. It's like okay. a Russian hamster, really, really small. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had it for maybe two weeks mm-hmm. You can kind of see where the story's mm-hmm. going uh, I had it for two weeks And the next door neighbor's cat, not my cat Actually got to one of them Aww. Uh, So yeah, that was a short-lived, Ew, short-lived Oh my uh, god,
1: that, that must have been really traumatic though Yeah, like
0: eight years old Yeah. Ouch
1: was. Um, well, I think it's a known fact to most of our longtime listeners now. Um, I used to talk about dogs a lot with Emily on this program. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a dog lover, and I do have uh, three dogs. And you know what? I would have just as many cats as well if I could, but unfortunately, I am allergic to cats. I can't stand to be in the same room with a cat for more than an hour, and then I start to cry like I get teared up because of the like it's an allergic reaction and for that hour though I think I'm just trying to hold it in as much as possible because I love cats but it's just so sad that I'm allergic
0: Mm, so no trips to cat cafes then
1: I for an hour for an hour (laughs) yeah for an hour okay
0: Uh, But speaking of cats, though, today is actually a very special day for a certain type of cat, isn't it?
1: That is true. I just recently found out that today is Global Tiger Day, a whole day dedicated to tigers all around the world.
0: That's right. Uh, Global Tiger Day is celebrated every year on July 29th. And it was established as a way to raise awareness about the endangered big cat.
1: In 2010, which was the Chinese year of the tiger, 13 tiger range countries came together to create TX2 or T times two, which is the global goal to double the number of wild tigers by the year 2022, which is actually the next tiger tiger year in the Chinese zodiac.
0: Tigers are the largest species of cat and they are one of the most iconic animals on the planet. Uh, According to studies, there may have been over 100,000 tigers on the planet just about a century ago. But sadly, over 97% of the world's wild tiger population has been lost to rampant poaching and habitat loss as well. Uh, And it's estimated that only just under 4,000 of them are around today.
1: In fact, the Korean Peninsula was home to a large number of indigenous tigers less than 100 years ago, too. But the Korean tigers were hunted to extinction by Japanese hunters during the colonial era. And I guess if that didn't happen, Korea may even have been the 14th tiger-range country to support TX2.
0: Right. Or maybe if that didn't happen, maybe tigers wouldn't have become endangered in the first place. Uh, But I could tell that tigers still mean a lot to Korean people. Uh, Of course, the Olympic mascot for the 1988 Seoul Olympic Games, that was a baby tiger, And again, uh, one of the mascots for the upcoming 2018 PyeongChang Olympic Games is a white tiger, isn't it?
1: That's right. I think they are both super cute. (laughs) But going back to the TX2 campaign, if you're interested in supporting the cause, various international environmental groups like the WWF and Greenpeace are accepting donations to help with the campaign. So do look uh, look them up. There are many, many options out there. I was this close to symbolically adopting a tiger (laughs) mid-research. Long story. Um, I actually did not um, quite buy that plush just yet, but I might go home and do that anyway. Uh, but yeah, there are many different ways for you to support the cause. And uh, you can not only Google just Global Tiger Day to find out more, but or uh, you can also just look up TX2. Although a lot of machineries <laughs> seem to have that in- initials too. So um, maybe just look for Global Tiger a uh, global tiger day, or go to the WWF website. They have a lot of information that's very useful as well.
0: Mm, certainly an important cause. Uh, but for now, we've got the usual reminders for our listeners before jumping over to this week's letters and reports. Uh, first up, maintenance work is currently underway at our Kim J transmission station. Uh, it is said to affect our broadcast on 9.580 megahertz uh, from 0, 0200 to 0, 0300 hours UTC, and that will last until November 30th.
1: Please be advised when tuning in to us via the broadcast and we apologize for any inconvenience this may cause you.
0: And secondly, we are still accepting the hard copies of the Overseas Listener Satisfaction Survey and we will continue to do so until the end of August.
1: Thank you in advance for all your troubles and also thank you to those who have already sent us the survey forms our way. We'll take a quick break now, but when we come back, we'll share with you some of the letters and recession reports received from you this week, so stay tuned.
0: you're listening to kbs listeners lounge on kbs world radio it's time now for us to take a look at the listener letters and reception reports as usual we've received some fantastic handwritten typed up and emailed comments letters and reception reports from you our listeners and we'll share some of those with you on this program
1: We'll start by opening some of the snail mails first. We received a number of reports from our Japanese monitor, Fumito Hokamura, recently, and the latest one was dated July 13th. Fumito often tunes into us via 9.580 MHz, which is currently under maintenance, as we mentioned earlier. But fortunately, it seems that the listening condition is not under heavy influences just yet. On this day, July 13th, Fumito listened to us on 9.580 MHz from 0200 to zero. 0, 300 hours UTC using an RT750V Maruhara receiver with the rod antenna. The listening condition started out with a simple rating of 55333 and after a bit of fluctuation ended with a 55444. So although there was a bit of noise and propagation, it's good to know that at least the signal strength hadn't been negatively affected.
0: And Fumito also wrote, The sky threatens rain. It's so hot this summer that the beer halls are having a great year. But unfortunately, I can't drink sake or beer. Uh, well, it's very sorry to hear that you can't drink there, Fumito. But I hear that it's also true in Korea that the beer halls and pubs are doing very well. Uh, certainly right now, during these hot days, a pint of ice cold beer can really hit the spot. Uh, but we do hope that you're keeping cool some other ways. And of course, thank you for your reports.
1: We also received a handwritten reception log from our monitor Abdul Manan of Bangladesh. The logs were dated from June 16th through 24th, and every day, Abdul had tuned in to us via 9.880 MHz from 1400 to 1500 hours UTC. He used a Grundig YB-400 receiver with the telescopic antenna and rated the Simpo 4 across the board for all nine broadcasts
0: on june 23rd and 24th abdul also listened to us on 9.640 megahertz at 1600 to 1700 hours utc as well Uh, the simpo for these broadcasts also stood at four across the board which is very good Uh, it was really nice to see comments like excellent reception condition and good signal and clear sound so thank you abdul for tuning into us every day and of course also for sending us your report
1: Here's another monitor report from June. A.K.M. Noor Zaman, another one of our Bangladeshi monitors, sent us an email with reports dated June 24th through 30th. He listened to us from 1400 to 1500 hours UTC on 9.880 MHz and rated the Simpo 3 across the board for all seven days. He noted that he used a Sony ICF SW7600GR receiver with an indoor telescopic rod antenna. Thank you very much for your report.
0: And staying in Bangladesh, Monitor Dewan Rafikul Islam, or Rainer, sent us his report after listening to us via our mobile app, Wink24. Uh, apparently, he was unable to listen to us at all on 9.880 megahertz on July 20th, between 1400 and 1448 hours UTC, though. He said that the signal could not be found due to heavy interference by guess-who... Of course, it was China Radio International. Oh, so on July 22nd, he listened to Listener's Lounge on the Wink app instead. And the Simpa of Rich uh, rated five across the board. In addition, uh, Rainer wrote, Today, all of our members listen to your programmes together. We all like KBS very much. Many thanks for the informative programme. Uh, you know, my son is now a KBS listener. Now he is a KBS fan. He reads in class 10 in Naoguan uh, KD School. And next year, he will take the SSC examination. So please pray for him.
1: I was curious about this SSC exam that I had never heard of before. So I looked it up and found that it's uh, short for the Secondary School Certificate Examination and that it is a public examination in Bangladesh, India and Pakistan conducted as completion exam for secondary education. It's for grade 10 students and it's apparently an equivalent to England's GCSE, if that makes more sense to you, Uh, Lawrence? Uh, it does, yeah. yeah when you're
0: like uh, 15, 16, you take that. Mm.
1: So it's the equivalent of that. Still makes little sense to me, <laughs> but anyway, good luck on the SSE, young Mister Manan, if you're listening.
0: And hopping over to Europe, our listener Andrew Kuznetsov of Latvia sent us an emailed reception report. Uh, according to his email, Andrew tuned into us on July 13th on 7.275 megahertz from 1758 to 1830 hours UTC. Uh, He did so using a portable Grundig Yacht Boy 400 receiver and a 75-metre long wire antenna, and he found the signal strength fair with a Simpo rating of 33522. Uh, He gave us lots of details on the content he heard, including the individual items on Soul Calling. So thank you very much, Andrew.
1: It seems that our Italian monitor, Giorgio Romanen, wasn't as lucky with 7.275 MHz last week, though. Using his ICOM IC75 receiver with the Windemout antenna, he tuned into us via 7.275 MHz from Monday, July 17th through Friday, July 21st. But no signal could be heard, and it kept the simple, uh, he kept the simple nil. He was able to hear us on 9.515 MHz, though, between 1600 and 1700 hours UTC. On the same five days that I mentioned earlier, the Simpo for 9.515 MHz range from 24332 to 34333. Thank you very much,
0: Giorgio. Staying in Europe, the reception condition appears to have been much better in Germany. Listener Dieter Sommer sent us an email and said that he listened to KBS four times a week via shortwave. And as for the reception report, he said he used a Yesu uh, FT840 and ATS909 receiver with a T2FD antenna, and he tuned into us on 9.515 MHz on July 16th from 1615 to 1700 hours UTC. He gave us some details on what he heard, and he rated the Simpo at 55544, which is very good. So thank you, Dieter.
1: Here's another report on 9.515 megahertz from Europe. Listener Tor Gunnarsson of Sweden sent us an email after listening to us on July 25th, and here is what he wrote. Dear friends, my name is Tor, and I'm 68 years old and married with a Thai woman. We have a daughter who is 23 years old. We are living in a small village named Brook on the west coast of Sweden, about 45 kilometers northeast of the city, Homstad. I have been interested in DXing since 1965 and I'm also interested in fishing and gardening. I listened to KBS World Radio on July 25th on the frequency 9.515 megahertz. My receiver is a Drake R7 communication receiver with an L antenna 35 meters long.
0: And he also gave us quite a lot of details on what he heard, including timestamps, and he rated the Simpo at 44333 throughout. And he also wrote, uh, during the broadcast, there was a moderate atmospheric noise and moderate fading. There was an interesting choice of program, from the economy through to the Olympic Games to festivals. I liked it, so thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much, Torre.
1: And I think it's kind of interesting um, that his uh, his village's name, Radio Brook. I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing it wrong, but it kind of sounds like Radio Brook to me.
0: Mm, a little bit.
1: Yeah. So, but yeah, of course, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing it wrong. Well, thank you very much,
0: Torre. Next up, we have a report from our UK monitor, Alan Holder, and that was dated. July 14th through the 22nd. He used his Yaesu FRG 7700 communication receiver with a Wellbrook ALA 1530 loop outdoor antenna, and he tuned into us via three different frequencies. Uh, it appears that the best option for him was 9.515 MHz from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC. The Simpo for this broadcast peaked at 35343, uh, and it averaged out at around 25342 although it did get as low as one five three three one 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 day. Uh, the 11.810 MHz broadcast at 2200 hours UTC had a fair condition for just about a half an hour on July 20th with a rating of 34333. But aside from that half an hour, the overall merit was stuck at just one. Uh, as for 15.575 MHz at 1300 to 1400 hours UTC, The Simpo averaged out at around uh, 25342 on four days that he tuned in.
1: He summarized this by writing, 15.575 MHz, weak signal, some days inaudible. 11.810 MHz, most days inaudible. On occasions, fair strength, but fades out before the end of the broadcast. China on 11.810 MHz, only heard when conditions are favorable. 9.515 MHz, generally poor and noisy, fair strength on some days. So although generally poor and noisy, at least 9.515 MHz wasn't inaudible on most days. Of the recession conditions, he wrote, poor as usual, with not much improvement expected on 9.515 MHz until the fall season sets in.
0: And in the messages and comments section, he talked about how he enjoyed the July 19th edition of Korea Travelog, and that covered uh, old restaurants that have been run by several generations of the same families. Uh, He also talked about the July 14th edition of Current Affairs in Focus, and that covered the G20 summit diplomacy and the proposed inter-Korean talks. And he also mentioned the July 19th episode of Sounds of Korea, which is all about pansori pieces, and he wrote, traditional pansori pieces were good to hear. I am used to this musical style now, but it must still seem strange to Western ears, as our musical tastes are so very different.
1: Oh, I don't know. Pansori seems like an acquired taste, even for Koreans uh, these days. Anyway, I guess way back when, when pansori was the only option, I guess everyone loved it. But uh, I mean, as a Korean, I, we do grow up exposed to it, but it's not like we listen to it every day. So I remember when I was little, I thought pansori was the weirdest sounding thing ever. Uh, I guess these days, generally, most people are more used to the you know the more melodious and harmonious. Music derived from the West, um, and I hear that Koreans generally learn to appreciate pansori more with age. So maybe I just have to wait a little bit longer to fall in love with it. I mean, I am used to it. It's no, it's not strange to me anymore. And if you. I guess, open your mind, it even sometimes sounds like rap music. But, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. but um, again, it, I think it's an acquired taste. Anyway, on the subject of music, Alan asked, Do Korean department stores play background music, the so-called muzak, which has become so common in my country? It's supposed to improve the customer shopping experience, but personally, I find it extremely annoying." I don't think I recall any background music while shopping, or maybe I'm too concentrated on shopping. Uh, If they do play anything, I guess it's at a level that doesn't get on my nerves at least. I could imagine that getting really annoying really fast too, though.
0: Yeah, right. I don't think the department stores do, but I remember when I first came to Korea, Mm -hmm. one of the biggest things that hit me was it's like a club when you go into some of these stores. Some of the (laughs) stores, yeah, that's true. It's just banging music, and it's like, it's kind of, it's not conducive to like peaceful shopping, Mm -mm. I think. Mm. Yeah, so I remember that was kind of a bit of a culture shock.
1: But do you recall the department stores back home playing this music that Alan's... Yeah,
0: department stores, they do it. Mm, Is it kind of
1: like the elevator music? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that would get on my nerves really fast. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, And continuing with Alan's letter, he also wrote, uh, on this week's Listener's Lounge, it was interesting to hear the comments by your long-term US listener Otto Schwartz. I very much agree with his comments on some modern-day music with its lack of meaning and melody... He mentioned one of the previous programs on KBS called Let's Sing Together. I too can remember this program very well from the early 1990s. I also recall the musical song sheets, and they are printed on thin airmail paper, which KBS used to send out on a regular basis. I kept these for quite a while, but I no longer have them. What I do have, though, are quite a few of the old KBS schedules and publicity materials, and it's interesting to look through them and recall previous programs and former presenters. Wow, it's, uh, it's really amazing when I hear about uh, KBS World well Radio from long-term listeners. Uh, it's good to know that I am becoming part of this history as well now. Uh, that show actually sounds really interesting. I think we talked about it last yeah. week. But yeah, definitely something I'd like to bring back maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, thank you for keeping all the memorabilia, Alan. And thank you for your letter.
1: And uh, thank you for catching my mistake, Alan, and clearing some things out for us. He wrote, Tian, I have to correct you on one point you made regarding the Chinese interference. You mentioned CRI is using 9.870 MHz. They in fact are, but they are also on 9.880 MHz blocking KBS. And he attached the broadcast list from HFCC, or International Broadcasting Delivery, clearly showing that the CRI indeed does broadcast on 9.880 MHz at 1500 US
0: And he also wrote, uh, China is a prolific user of the shortwaves, not only for its foreign services in 57 languages, but also for the domestic services which cover remote parts of the country. Then, of course, we have the network of jammers, and these prevent their own population from hearing programs from certain Western countries. All this adds up to a huge and costly operation. It is no wonder that they occupy so many frequencies. Without doubt, the Chinese are not very considerate when it comes to avoiding interference to other radio stations.
1: So that answers some questions and poses some others. Like they need to broadcast domestically on the shortwave and block some Western broadcasts going into the country. So I imagine for the, I guess it's for the same reasons they block Facebook and regulate the internet. So that's why they occupy so many frequencies at all times. But... The question is, how was it made possible that they would broadcast on the same frequency at the same time? Is that allowed if the target area or the zones are different? I mean, there's just so much to learn about the world of short waves. It's just the questions keep on coming up and coming up. But all in all, thank you once again, Alan, for both the information and your reports. They are very helpful as usual. And that's all the time we have for the letters, emails and recession reports from you today. We'll be sure to send out the corresponding QSL cards to everyone
0: who requested.
1: It's now time to take a peek into the KBS World Radio's mailroom with our mail correspondent, Yoon Ha Lee. Here is
0: Inside the Mailbox.
2: Hello and welcome to Inside the Mailbox. I'm Yoon Ha Lee. In this weekly corner, I share updated information from our Facebook page, as well as news of events, and answer listeners' inquiries. Also, I tell you how to navigate our KBS World Radio English Service website. First up, let's go over to our Facebook page. We uploaded a photo of our most recent listeners' prize, which is the newly released EXO album. These will be sent out to four lucky event winners, along with a poster. As I've mentioned several times in this segment, we're always open to taking your suggestions for gift ideas. Send us your ideas via email or Facebook and help us choose the prizes you'd like to receive the most. Also, to win prizes like a K-pop album, participate in KBS World Radio's various events such as the Quarterly Quiz and K-pop Connections Your Two Cent segment. If you'd like to see the photo of the new souvenir, make sure to head on over to our English Service Facebook page at www.facebook.com EnglishKBS. Now let's move on to website directions. Let's continue looking at previous special programs this week. First on the website, go to the archive section, which is on the right side of the screen towards the bottom of the page. On the archive page, there's a list of all the special programs we aired in the past, sorted by year. Click on 2016, and the seventh one from the top will say Discover Korea's World Heritage. This webpage was created in celebration of the 2016 special program on UNESCO World Heritage sites here called Baekje, the Glorious Kingdom. You can listen again to the special program on this webpage. On the page, click on the menu button located at the top right-hand corner. On the following blue screen, look at the bottom right to find Special Program. The special program page contains what 백제, the Glorious Kingdom is about, along with the Listen Again feature. Go back to the first screen of the webpage to find more features. The Discover Korea's World Heritage webpage contains an overview of Korea's 12 world heritages and the audiobook of stories behind each item on the heritage list. Go through the 12 world heritages by scrolling down on the first screen, or you can also find a list of all 12 again on the blue menu screen. There are other features and more information on this special webpage besides what I just covered, so make sure to check it out. To find the Discover Korea's World Heritage webpage, head on over to our KBS World Radio English Service website, world.kbs.co.kr. This week, we sent out the second quarterly quiz prizes to 50 winners. Please allow 2-4 to weeks for delivery, depending on your location. Also, we're currently conducting the third quarterly quiz. Please check the questions and answer choices on our website and send us your answers via email at english at kbs.co.kr. And that's it for this week's Inside the Mailbox. Until next time, this is Yoon Ha Lee. Have a nice weekend!
0: Well, that's all we have for you on this week's uh, KBS Listeners Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Lawrence Taylor.
1: And this has been Kim ji Thank you for joining us and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye.